Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Mic test one, two, one, two. Mic test one, two, three, four.
He didn't come on the line yet. No. I just emailed to see what the deal is.
I'm waiting on him to come on the phone call. I'm getting kind of irritated. What did I do? I didn't know that you were on the phone. That you were done.
Hold on, Shannon. So we're not going across the road. Okay? I hear them running towards the road. You hear dogs running through the door. Go lay down. Nope, they're right by the porch. All three of them. Shannon, they might have met, they might have started at 11 o'clock Eastern or Central Time, which is noon our time. Okay, stop. I can't cancel the call or else they won't be the call in. Hence on why I'm talking to you right now, I have it muted. I know. You can talk to me right now. I never said you couldn't talk to me. What exactly is this appointment for Aiden?
Hello? Hey, Randy. Yeah, hey, Jay. Hey, man, how's it going? Good, man. My apologies. I uh, completely forgot about the interview. I uh, rarely check our calendar. <laughs> uh, I figured since you guys were in the Northeast and in Eastern time right now, you guys probably were thinking maybe it was an hour later. I know the no, time zones always throw everybody off. That's always an issue, but then we're um, we're departing for tour today, so that day is always kind of nuts getting things wrapped up last minute. Oh, okay. Well, I won't take up too much of your time. I've got a, I've got a, a two month old. I've got to take to your follow up appointment, so no, you're be good. relatively quick. But this yeah. obviously won't be a live call. Um, I have not got a chance to listen to the new record uh, of Beauty and Rage. We actually got a month before it came out, so this one I was surprised being two weeks out. We still, we haven't got a chance to even listen to it except for the couple tracks you guys released on on YouTube. So. Yeah, the label's not taking a chance of it leaking. It got leaked pretty bad last time, so they decided not to service it this time. Yeah, I noticed that, and I don't. We've worked with Provident for for 13 years, and um, every time I've seen something online that's not supposed to be, I report mm-hmm. it to our publicist we work to with immediately because I know that that's y'all's lifeblood. So if somebody leaks it, it doesn't really do you any good if it's already out there. Yep. Yeah, so it's what no we'll do today, um, you know, obviously we're going to talk about Gone, uh, two and a half years since the last release. Now, the first question I'm going to ask you is, what have you guys been doing uh, in the two and a half years since you've released of Beauty and Rage? And then the next question is going to be about the new album itself. Um, you know, what's the difference between this and the other ones is there a concept or a story behind this project that's usually the case with your records you guys usually have a a storyline behind the album as a whole Mm -hmm. and the differences in recording and releasing from end of silence until now and then we'll talk a little bit about the deluxe edition having seven additional tracks uh compared to the 10 track that's going to be coming out now i'm going to refer to this album that this album is now available because this interview is going to air on the 27th it'll air uh, the day after, I'm sorry, the 28th, it'll it'll air the day after the album releases. So we're going to talk as though the album has released already. Cool. Cool. Watch the kids. Yep. So that's going to be that. So we'll go ahead and get started. Let me get my recording on here. Be ready to go. Yep. All right. <clears throat> get this up here. How about those 49ers, man? Your your team and my team, the Buccaneers, dude, have just sucked it up this year. The the Bucks lost again yesterday to the uh, to the Cardinals. I'm like thinking that this uh, may not be our year. <laughs> I don't think it's a good year for the NFL in general. I'm uh, I'm actually one of the people that's not watching the games. Um, yeah. My parents are, my parents are both Marines and veterans, and and uh, I don't appreciate the. Uh, the Star Spangled Banner uh, being, you know, just the way it is, and, and uh, I, I understand what the guys, are, I understand what the guys are doing and everything, and uh, you know, I believe what they're talking about is absolutely relevant, but you yeah. know, I think them kneeling is not the way to go about things. No, and I told, and I've, I've, I've talked to friends that are that are veterans that are active military, and I told them, I said, you know, if, if the racial equality thing obviously is an issue, it needs it needs to be dealt with, but. If if they're doing if they're kneeling during the national anthem, thinking that that's going to 
solve that problem or bring more awareness to it. It's not. It's just going to cause further division. And the people I've talked with agree with me on that. I said, yeah, something definitely needs to be done about that, those kind of things, because it, it is an issue in our country. But kneeling during the national anthem just, is just nothing but disrespect. And it bugs the crap out of me when I see stuff like that. So I'm like, you know what? I'm all for standing for racial equality, but not during the national anthem. You don't have to just disrespectful to our veterans and people who fought for this nation. So. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I've got this recorded. Getting started. The band Red has long been one of the most successful rock bands in recent Christian music history, even having some success within mainstream rock music, touring with such heavyweights as Papa Roach, Puddle of Mud, and even P.O.D. And now, 11 years after their groundbreaking debut record, End of Silence, the band is back with their sixth studio album called Gone, and we're fortunate enough to have bassist Randy Armstrong join us from the band. Randy, how are you doing today, man? Who really wants to talk to the bass player, you know? That's Dude, I, I, have fun talk- I have fun talking to you. <laughs> I, I talked to you about a Beauty and Rage back in 2015, and uh, glad to have you back on here today to talk about the new record. So it's, it's fantastic to have a bass player, man. Yeah, absolutely. I was, uh, I was kind of being whatever, goofy, but I think everybody wants to talk to me because I'm awesome. That's right. <laughs> well, Randy, it's been two and a half years since Red released of Beauty and Rage, and you guys just released a follow-up to that record called Gone yesterday. And I, like many fans, were actually surprised with this one because it seemed to be a surprise release. I know I thought it would be 2018 before we saw new music from you guys. So now that Gone is out now, why don't you tell us what you guys have been up to the past couple of years leading up to the release of this new album? Well, uh, to be honest, we've been recovering from a beauty and rage. Um, it was, uh, kind of a dark period, um, for us as a group of guys, uh, not, not really pertaining to the band, but, um, personal life, personal attacks, um, you know, just, uh, spirit things. And, um, you know, a brother went through a pretty difficult time in his life and, uh, we responded to that by going into the studio and making a beauty and rage and, you know, we toured the album, um, not as heavy as we've toured other albums and everything, but uh, we, uh, you know, we made that album, you know, because we were hurting and uh, we needed to get those things out. And uh, so in the meantime, you know, things have been, you know, tenfold better and, and uh, everybody's, you know, mentally and physically and spiritually recovered. And, and uh, you know, we're, we're excited to, you know, tour this new record and see what people think and and uh you know you can already tell the uh, response is uh you know really good and and um the album itself is a lot more of a positive feeling album than Obedient Rage was right well you know pretty much every red album has a story behind it a concept if you would and is is gone any different from that can you take us behind the story of writing recording this project yeah, I mean, Gone was uh, originally conceived from a conver- uh, conversations we've been having during our um, meet and greets and stuff we do on our bus uh, every every day at the show, and and uh, we were having the discussion about the music industry and how the music industry's been in decline, rapid decline actually, and you know albums aren't selling anymore, bands are going bankrupt because it's expensive to tour, you know now you're seeing these fan programs like GoFundMe and and uh, all those other ones and 
you know, bands are reaching out to their fans for help. And, uh, you know, we, we've been fortunate in the situation to have a record label and not having to need the need to ask for help, um, financially to, to, uh, you know, be able to tour and everything. We get that from our label. Um, but at the same time, uh, you know, labels are failing and, and, uh, we are actually on the final Outgone is the actual final album of our record contract. So we started that conversation and not knowing, you know, what the future looked like as far as, uh, you know, labels or uh, being independent or touring or anything. And uh, things, you know, questions started to arise. Could this be the end for us? And it very well could be. Um, You know, we don't uh, assume that our fans are going to be around. You know, we we hope that they are. We don't assume it, though. Um, That would be, you know, arrogant of us so we're you know we're in the situation now where uh this album being out what comes next is up in the air and uh so that's just us asking the question you know where is red going to be two years from now um but that also led to the conversation of you know what's going to be our legacy if uh it all did end tomorrow and that's not only just for the band but for the individuals you know we everybody thinks at some point in their life what what am i going to uh, have an impact on what am I going to leave behind? What are people going to remember me for? And, you know, is it, is it simply just the air I breathe or is it going to be something much bigger? And so, you know, the lyrics to that song are, is the air, is the air breathe my only legacy? You know, so asking ourselves those questions and facing the inevitable that someday we're not going to be here anymore. So <clears throat> we're not guaranteed our next breath. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. We're not guaranteed anything in this life. Um, and, uh, so that's us taking a look at that and, and, uh, writing songs about it. Well, that's awesome. Well, you guys always have interesting and cool covers for the record and God's album cover is no different. Is there a story behind the cover for this record? Uh, we've always wanted to work in a fireworks factory. And so we dressed up like we were working in a fireworks factory, went to a fireworks factory and, uh, started lighting off smoke bombs so <laughs> um that's just a that's just a joke um we uh no i mean we we saw some pictures um of some outfits that we liked and decided to get into those but uh the photography work with jeremy cowart um the, you know renowned photographer and he he brought a lot to the table visually as far as ideas and everything and of course us being called red we've always done some some sort of red element on our albums with the exception of release the panic so um we incorporated the smoke in and uh we decided to put on more paint and and uh, just do something cool that would you know when people see the pictures they're like oh that's cool instead of just you know standing in some abandoned warehouse like every other band does and and taking a picture and trying to look cool you know we're we uh we use smoke to make ourselves look cool <laughs> well, you know what? I, every time Red releases a new record, um, I, I'm always more interested when the announcement comes out, what is this album cover going to look like? Because you guys have, like I said, you guys have a really cool album cover with each one. I thought of Beauty and Rage, of Beauty and Rage's album cover uh, was very uh, dark but cool with the with the creature-looking guy on the front cover. And when I saw this one, I'm like, you know, this this trend continues. And it's always exciting to see I love seeing album covers. I love seeing what the album covers look like. Like you said, there's a lot, there's so many out there that are just the band standing in front of something, but you guys make it interesting because it's always uh what are they going to do with their next album cover? And this one was actually pretty cool. 
Yeah, this is the first time we've all three of us have been on the album. And everything else is, is um, you know, Michael was on the first record. And then everything else has been more artistic um, and didn't involve, you know, the band members being on the cover. So this is a, this was a change for us too, because we've never done that before. And, you know, again, we try to do things different than we haven't done in the past and, uh, you know, keep things fresh. So this was a perfect opportunity to do that. Right. And Randy, I'm sure the things have changed immensely as far as recording goes since you guys released End of Silence back in 2006. Has writing, recording, and releasing become easier or harder for you guys this time around? What kind of changes have you guys noticed recording over the past decade plus? Well, obviously the the, uh, the gear gets better. Um, the uh, you don't necessarily need to be in a studio these days to make an to make an album. You know, we when we were making our third record, we were checking vocals in hotels and you know the software that's available. Um, you can make a pro project and not have to be in a traditional studio setting. Um, we, of course, went into the studio for Beauty and Rage because we wanted to be together in that atmosphere. Um, this time we went up to Maine, to Carabasset Valley, um, and uh, sat at the base of Sugarloaf Mountain and uh, in a cabin and made the record. And, um, you know, definitely not a studio. So we, uh, it, was, it was more of a let's get away from Nashville and get away from the studio thing and, and – uh, still be together. And so we went up, uh, we did a couple different trips up there for a month at a time when we started recording. And uh, this, this album was, was, uh, I think took us longer to write than the other albums. Um, part of it was because of timing with tours and, and uh, other things. Um, and uh, it took longer for us to get this one out than we wanted, but you know, I think everything happens for a reason. The timing will end up working out just right. All right, well, what I want to do with this part of the interview, I got one more question after this, but what I want to do is I want to play uh, one of the new tracks, either Losing Control or Still Alive. Um, mm -hmm. So which one do you want me to play? And whatever we're going to play, I want to, I want you to introduce it for us. Just uh, you give us a brief uh, rundown of what the song's about and say, hey, this is Randy from Red you're listening to. So which, yeah, which one do, do you want to go with? Let's do Still Alive. All right. Let me go ahead and next part. All right, Randy. Well, fans are able to finally listen to this, and we're actually going to play one of the tracks. Now, which track do you want to play, and uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us about the track and introduce it for us? Yeah, we released two to start. Uh, we're still alive and losing control, but still alive is our official first single. So let's play that one. Um, that one is uh, just simply letting yourself know I'm still here. You know, I there's um, – there's all these questions and um, there's a lot of uncertainty and everything, but there's one thing that, that is true that I'm still here. I still have a chance. I still have an opportunity to make my life better, to make, to get out of the situation that I'm in. Awesome. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. All right. Your phone cut off. I thought maybe you're okay. Did you get the whole thing? Yeah, it, it sounded like it, you got cut off. Um, why don't you just go ahead and say this is our new song. This is our new song, Still Alive. All right. Got one more question for you. That was Red with Still Alive from their brand new record called Gone. And Randy, the record actually comes standard in a 10-track offering, but fans will be pleased to know that the record has a digital exclusive deluxe edition 
What can people expect from the deluxe edition? And was it difficult choosing the initial 10? How did that come about, uh, you know, having a deluxe edition and the regular? How do you choose which ones go into the regular release and which ones go into the deluxe? That's been the hardest thing about putting an album together is choosing the tracks. We have so many different ideas on the table. Uh, but you always want to make a record that's um, that's cohesive. You don't want to have something that's all over the place. Even though the sounds, uh, you know, the songs are different. There's some heavy stuff. There's some poppier stuff. There's some, uh, you know, ballad stuff. There's, you know, there's something for everybody. We've we've been touring internationally, uh, and a lot of our fans have been asking us why, why the pop elements, why the electronic elements. Well, the simple answer to that is, is we don't have fans only in America. We have fans all over the world, and you know, different types of people like to listen to different types of music. So this is us trying to, uh, you know, give them a nod and uh, do some things that they like as well. Um, but the uh, the process is um, narrowed down to the 10 tracks. Um, it has a lot to do with what our deal encompasses. We'd put 20, 20 songs on a record if we could, but um, you know we have uh, 10 on this track and then there's seven additional tracks on the deluxe edition. And uh, it's my favorite deluxe edition we've ever done. Um, the songs we chose to redo, um, we did Unstoppable, um, we wrote a new song called The Mask Is Slipped, and then we did uh, another version of Still Alive. And uh, those three tracks alone are, are um, some of the favorite, my favorite deluxe versions we've ever done. So I'm excited about that. And there's a couple remixes on there, like I said, for the for the pop and dance fans and, and uh, you know, just fun stuff. Well, that's awesome. Well, Randy, in closing, when fans are done listening to the new record, what's the ultimate takeaway you want them to get to after listening to Gone? I'm still here. That's what I want them to know. You're still here. There's still a chance. You're still breathing. Awesome. Well, Randy, thank you so much for joining us today on Kingdom Builder. And uh, we're praying that the Lord can do some big things with this record, man. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. All right. That's where we'll end. And... Again, I appreciate you joining us. I was really excited about this. I would have been even more excited had I been able to hear the whole record, but I'm sure that I'll be getting it here in the next couple of days. So uh, yeah, man, yeah, it's uh... looking forward to hearing this. And I'll actually be off to see you guys uh, at the end of the month on the 29th uh, when you guys play the House of Blues in Orlando. We've got oh, cool. tickets and stuff for that show. So hopefully, to catch up with you. And um, that's that's it, man. Thanks again. Awesome. Tell tell Michael and Anthony I said hey. I appreciate the interview, and you always ask good questions, and it's a good time. I try to, man. I try to keep it interesting because nobody wants to listen yeah, to the same old stuff over and over again. Yeah, yeah it's not, definitely not mundane to talk to you, so it's awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Randy. Take care, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, Jay. See you normally. All right. Bye.
This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags.